0: White Boy Malcolm X, I meant to ask you, did you get that say the date wedding thingy from the summit mistress? No. Man, I could be wrong, but she must really hate you. I mean, I know I'm her favorite, but ouch. Talk about meh. We don't really need him there to have fun. And I really didn't want to bring this up, not really, but she texted me the other night and she said, quote unquote, he can't bring his Ronald McDonald blow up doll to the wedding. I'll tell you what, she has totally got your number and she is not having it. You bringing your creepy ass sex doll to her wedding. And if it's not your Ronald McDonald blow up doll, you probably try to bring a ginger hooker. Oops, I mean sex worker. That you pick up in New Orleans on your way to the wedding. So this whole you not getting a save the date thing. She did that on purpose, knowing I'd had to take you as my plus one. To limit the potential damage you could do. Our summit mistress, folks. She's smart like that. She doesn't want a creepy sex doll at the wedding. Or some random ginger gentleman of the evening. Oops, I mean sex worker. So she'll make me bring the weirdo who would do either of those. And summit mistress... I do hope that put a smile on your face. Our summit mistress, folks, I'll just say, she's had a rough couple of weeks. Thought I'd give her a quick shout out. Let her know that we're thinking of her. And this is just to tease you, white boy Malcolm X, and it's from CBS Boston. Patriots coaches were reportedly told not to go too hard On Ginger Mac Jones. I bet they were. Apparently though, Ginger Mac Jones gets overly critical of himself. So to keep him from running to the closest mirror and screaming at himself, you're a dirty girl. You're a dirty ginger quarterback girl. You can't throw a football to save your life. That's what I imagine he'd scream at himself. But to prevent that from happening, the Patriots coaches, they were told not to go too hard on him. And they know this because, allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, back in 2021, Ginger Mac Jones would get overly triggered when they yelled at him. Like every other millennial Gen Z kid, when you don't give them a gold star for effort or a participation trophy, no matter how much they suck at their jobs. Oh, poor princess. And how's this pull quote for you, white boy Malcolm X? The quarterback is now reportedly excited to get to work with New England's new offensive coordinator, Bill O'Brien, whom he worked with briefly when the two cross paths at Alabama. Hmm. So they're not going hard on the excited ginger quarterback. I guess if anyone's going to go hard on an excited ginger Mac Jones, it should be white boy Malcolm X. So let's just go ahead and jump into things, folks. And this first one is from Pink News. Those girls over at Pink News. Non-binary counselor storms out of chamber after being shamefully misgendered. Oh, how stunning and brave. What do I always say about transgenders and all these weirdo heterosexual kids? With their personality disorders, they are needy and demanding. That's all they are needy and demanding. And so, with this, Newham counselor Danny Keeling, who is in the Green Party and who also is non binary and whose super special pain in the ass pronouns are they, them. He was at a full council meeting late last month. During their discussions, Labor Party Council Chairperson Winston Vaughn, he kept referring to Danny Boy here as he, then realized that he wasn't properly genuflecting to this narcissistic brat. And so he apologized, saying, I've been informed that I've been misrepresenting the counselor. I should have said them rather than he. So I do apologize for that. And I think that's what's affected him. Is it? Them. Sorry. So my apologies to him. To them. Sorry. Yeah. That's sincere. And on top of that, and unfortunately for poor Danny boy here, Things went from bad to worse. Council finance lead, Zulafar Ali, he also made the mistake of not using Danny Boy's super special pain in the ass pronouns. And so what did Danny Boy do? He took all his toys and stomped home. He walked out of the meeting in a huff. So he's another one. Poor princess. But did it stop there? No. Danny boy went whining to Pink News. Those girls over at Pink News about it. And of course, they stroked his fragile ego. Oh, Danny boy, you're so stunning and brave. They're just shameful bigots. And then after getting his media hand job, and I bet Tom Daly, that spoiled little cat boy, that pocket queen in a speedo, that gay superhero, I bet he was jealous. Someone other than him getting a media hand job. But after Danny Boy got his, he went up onto Twitter, had to complain there as well, Because whenever a hysterical millennial Gen Z kid is having a temper tantrum, they have to let the entire world know about it. And why? Because in their mind, it's all about them. Now, I know I sound like a broken record here. But you want to talk about a first world white people problem, this spoiled Millennial Gen Z Brat getting hysterical at this meeting, getting hysterical to the press and then on social media because people aren't volunteering to bend reality to suit him. And I'll say him and he can get his butt hurt as he wants about it. This non-binary nonsense And that's exactly what it is. Nonsense. This whole gender spectrum crazy is all about insecure, awkward, sometimes emotionally unstable people looking for a quick fix to what ails them. Oh, I feel horrible about myself. I think maybe being non-binary with our pronouns will fix it. Again, no, and I know they're insecure and emotionally unstable because of how they react when you don't want to play magical fantasy land with them, like Danny boy here, stomping out in a huff and throwing a public fit after, and what do you think half a TikTok is? It's a bunch of weirdo heterosexual kids with personality disorders, who all think that debasing themselves on social media, publicly announcing their super special pain-in-the-ass gender identities and their super special pain-in-the-ass pronouns, incessantly demanding that everyone bend to their warped reality and reaffirm their version of crazy, whining like a five-year-old spoiled brat when they don't get their way. Oh, I'm polyamorous, non-binary, genderqueer. And my pronouns are fey, fey, self. And if you don't refer to me as fey, I'm going to get super duper butthurt about it and call you a bigot. Good. Go have yourself a, a grand gale old time throwing your little temper tantrum. And grow the blank up while you're at it. You're not anywhere near as special or important as you think you are and no one but you cares about your fake gender and pronouns. You're just another in a long, long line a complete pain in the asses and you have fun digesting that. These next few stories are just a couple of goofy headlines for you folks. The first is from American Wire. Florida woman arrested for allegedly waving loaded firearm at McDonald's employees over free cookie. Which is not, let's be honest folks, this is not totally unheard of behavior coming out of the state of Florida I would have been gravely disappointed had a Floridian feeling cheated, feeling disrespected because the free cookie she thought she had coming to her failed to materialize, had that Floridian failed to pull out a loaded firearm to express their displeasure. That's totally normal Florida behavior. And if you doubt me on that, Just go over to the Smoking Gun website. See what sort of trouble Floridians get into day in, day out. Then tell me I'm wrong. Which I'm not. And the gun-waving Floridian in question is Amari Benty Hendricks, who is 24 years old. So an over-entitled Gen Z kid who wanted a free cookie... And the worst part is, she complained about her free cookie. Where's my free cookie? They eventually gave her the free cookie. And then she took the gun out and threatened them with it. That's Floridian logic to a T. Throw a fit, get what you want, and then pull the gun. And if you think that's bad, how's this from the Washington Examiner? Woman crashes car into Popeye's after not giving biscuits with order. Lots of pissed off women out there. Damn. Although this crazy, oddly enough, this did not happen in Florida. Now this is a perfect Florida story. And I'm sure there are plenty of Popeyes in Florida with car damage, but this happened in Disgusta, Georgia. Technically speaking, Augusta, Georgia. But if you've ever driven through, I suspect hearing it referred to as Disgusta, not a big surprise for you at all. And this pissed off biscuit lover, and they do have some pretty damn good biscuits, Oh, the carbs are making me gay obese. This biscuit lover is Belinda Miller, fifty. So, when over entitled Gen Xer out there, and even though this happened in Disgusta Georgia, I think this woman, Belinda Miller, she might be, maybe possibly, from Florida. And the only reason I say that is because, just like the cookie monster, Amari Benty Hendrix, Belinda here, she exhibited her own Floridian logic. Because just like the cookie monster got her cookie, then brandished a firearm, Belinda here, they gave her the biscuits, and then she ran the car into the building. So she's got to be from Florida. Only a Floridian would wreck their own car over biscuits after they got the biscuits. And you Floridians don't even try to deny it. Now you're a lovable bunch, but we all know the level of crazy we're dealing with here. From pride.com, 13 problems every power bottom deals with. And if you don't know what a power bottom is, think Ronan Rubenstein on a Saturday night in LA. Allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe Ronan Rubenstein on a Saturday night in LA. Getting banged by half the guys in LA. And Ronan, we're just playing around with your girlfriend. You have to know that you're our favorite bisexual here on the Miller Frost Podcast. If we didn't like you, we sure as hell wouldn't pick on you so much. But anyway, this is why, folks, I always say that the lesbians, they're the only adults we have in the tribe. Our lovable Star Wars bar of a tribe. Because as I've said before, the Queen's They're too busy going to circuit parties, getting stoned off their asses off God knows what, crystal meth. Too busy being the raging power bottom at a monkeypox infested sex party. Too busy humble bragging about their gym workouts on social media. And you queens know who you are. But this is why, this kind of article is why, People don't take most queens seriously. And this isn't the first time. Pride.com, those silly queens over at Pride.com, have had a dumb list like this. We just had, I think a few weeks back now, there was that whole 14-point hookup checklist they provided. So between their hookup checklist and this one, about what raging power bottoms have to suffer through. They're all about whoring around at pride.com. But if you ever say anything approaching, gay men are whores, gay men couldn't keep their pants zipped up if their life depended on it, oh, you're such a judgmental, self-loathing homosexual. How dare you stereotype the rest of us as sluts? But this kind of article... 13 Problems Every Power Bottom Deals With. And no, folks, I'm not going to defile my podcast by reading out the 13 problems every power bottom deals with. It's bad enough I read out that stupid 14-point checklist on hookups a few weeks back, which was dumb enough. But this article... Like any power bottom needs this kind of list. Like every single damn power bottom over at pride.com. And it's probably an office full of raging power bottoms. Oh, it's so hard to get a top around here. Yes, of course it is, princess. But like any of them need that explained to them. No. Power bottoms... That's why they call them power bottoms. They already got all that down. That be like trying to explain to Hunter Biden how to snort two lines of coke back to back. That be like trying to explain to Prince Harry Ginger and his vapid social climbing wife Meghan Markle how to navel gaze. That be like Trying to explain to David Hogg how to climb up on his cross and play victim. I'm David Hogg. I survived a school shooting. Look at me. Look at me. Where am I? I'm up on my cross. And I got me a shiny new nonprofit. Gonna earn me some Benjamins. Yes, of course you are, princess. So, you silly queens over at pride.com, enough with these dumb lists. Queens don't need your mansplaining. And we have enough of a reputation for whoring about, white boy Malcolm X, without your fixation on letting everyone know. And for our last story, folks, it's from Fox News. Airline passenger says he wanted to slap man who refused to switch seats so he could sit by his wife. J. Kloss' wife, Zoe, always sits near a window to avoid nausea. I don't even know who these idiots are. I had to look him up. Or I looked him up, rather. He just looks like a a yo-bro douchebag to me. With his hat on backwards all over social media, crying like a hysterical brat. He just comes off to me as some social climbing jerk-off who has to humble brag about his Benjamins to puff himself up. That's what he thinks being a real man is, acting like an overly macho douchebag. And with this story, real quick, I guess, douchey McDoucheface here. He and his wife are flying business class on Virgin Atlantic. Couldn't get seats together. She's at a window on one side of the plane. He's in an aisle seat on the other side of the plane. And they wanted to sit together or he wanted to sit next to her. Looking at him, I'm sure she was thinking, oh, thank God a couple hours of quiet away from my loser husband. Although she kind of looks as dopey as he does. So who knows? And so we asked the guy next to his wife to switch seats. And the guy said, no, they did wind up sitting together. Whoever was sitting next to him agreed to move. Probably was very eager to switch seats. No one likes to sit next to the Clampets in business class. Yes, White Boy Malcolm X. Question, sir. Clampets? Oh. Well, you know that story, correct, sir? That's what I thought. Let me guess. You want me to explain it to everyone else? Okay, slow down over there. Good point. Well, the Clampets, that's from the Beverly Hillbillies. For you millennial Gen Z kids out there, and not to trigger you too much, but it's an old TV show where the Clampets, who were some hillbillies from wherever, they struck it rich with oil. Evil Gaia killing oil. And so they took their new pile of Benjamins Moved to Beverly Hills. So it's kind of like a fish out of water story. The pretentious snits in Beverly Hills having to deal with the hillbilly clampets. But a friend of mine, well, more of a friend of a friend, he was a, a Dallas queen, a snitty, pretentious Dallas queen. And if you've ever met a snitty, pretentious Dallas queen, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But that's what he would say. My dear, those clampets were dreadful. And he sounded just like that too. But anyway, back to this. At the end of the day, they wound up getting to sit together. But Princess Jay here, he gets what he wants and just like any over-entitled millennial, he goes up onto TikTok, throws himself a little man-child fit, whining and complaining about the guy who dared to tell him no. Another spoiled brat throwing a temper tantrum on social media. Welcome to the party, princess. And let me just say this. That guy was the guy who wouldn't give up his seat. I suspect he's a bit of a, well, I won't say jerk, but the courteous thing to have done would have been to just move seats. It was a comparable seat to what he had. It's not like he's going to be out anything. And nine times out of ten, personally, I'll move if someone asks me to. But I've also said no on occasion. For like a middle seat or bulkhead where I have no leg room. I said no before. So the guy, even if the courteous thing to do would be to swap seats, at the end of the day, he was well within his right to say no. He probably shouldn't have, but he did. And this reminds me of a social observation that Peggy Noonan made in a column God, this had to be, had to have been years ago. But I remember that she talked about, I think it had to do with society and manners, how people interact with each other, common courtesy. It was along those lines. But I'll never forget her observation that there used to be a time when excuse me, saying excuse me to someone Like if you're trying to get past someone, how that went from a request, you asking them to move, to a command. These days, someone says, excuse me, it's not, do you mind if I slip past you? It's basically, get the hell out of my way. And I suspect that's what we have here. Jay... Manchild J, he asked, but I'm willing to bet he wasn't really asking. Typical hyper-macho douchebag with an oversized sense of self. And I'm sure the other guy probably just wanted to put him in his place. Let him know, you may be up here in business class, but you're not the one in charge here, Princess. And Jay, just to let you know stud, real men don't cry on social media like a spoiled bitch when they don't get their way. I know you think it makes you look cool, but no, just no. So on that note, since I cannot top this silly fake macho pansy boy, crying on social media because he didn't get his way. Even if he's probably so clueless, he thinks he's only enhanced his macho street cred. Since I cannot talk that, it is time to plug-pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this weekend edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, Miller Frost, Joined, as always, by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your weekend, a good start to your week, and we'll see you back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, take care.